on this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. Get ripped and bring the shinies. Just get ripped and bring the shinies. You are courting a magpie. Remember that. After surviving two brutal battles in a mana storm. You were flying through a mana storm, which is a pretty dangerous phenomenon here in the mana wastes. Yeah. Uh, you fought back some not harpies, uh, some mutated maftets. Uh, you also uh, had to deal with a rampaging manticore flying around and trying to wreck your ship. The second kiss is looking a little roughed up. Farrah! Your ship's messed up! Uh, she can't hear you because the. Uh, I will remind you again that the sides and the door have been ripped off. Oh, so she can tell then. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And it's also just like... Windy outside. You notice that like both of the engines is like starting to let off a lot of smoke. And not everyone made it out of the fights unscathed. Uh, both Usufu and Celessa <gasps> contracted mana fever. Yeah. yeah. I feel real brain fogged. It's bad. I feel stupefied. One. I had to put a number on it. You stink like sickness. And then I push her out the window. <laughs> the storm's about to break. Who needs a star stone when you've got guns? Guns. Are you ready to make God? <laughs> now. Time it rains, it rains. Coppers from the plains. Soupy doopy. And every time we kiss, I swear I can fly. Don't you know each cloud contains coppers from at the plains? Red Macaroni. Today, what the fuck? we're picking up our tour <laughs> so confused. of the Inner Sea again. Welcome back to the tour of the Inner Sea with Derek. On this episode, we will be touring Absalom. <gasps> uh, okay. The big rock. The station? I don't know what what food item was it the you know uh, was in Hercules they called Thebes the big olive in New York's the big apple the big it's the big rock Star Star. or the little it's apple the big, man the uh, Kansas hang on <laughs> hang on uh, at New Year's they actually drop the star stone <laughs> don't drop what? it <laughs> <laughs> don't drop them I'm trying to think of a food uh, what do rock candy peasants eat bread potatoes. <laughs> The, the big, big tater. <laughs> I don't think that's fair to call Absalom the big peasants? tater. <laughs> I don't know. It's just too hoity-toity for that. But the I'll, big caviar. <sighs> you shut up. The I big, think the big rock is about as good as it is. One singular fish in, in our the sky. <laughs> in Ew. our in our um, ship posting map of the inner sea region. Absalom is always called in all capital letters the God Rock. Yeah. So maybe the Big Rock is the bit is the best nickname for it. The Rock. Absalom. Dwayne the Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> the Boulder. Um, Absalom Johnson. Jesus Christ. Tune in now to Absalom Station. That's actually the Rock. Like, number one oh seven point twelve. Nothing but rock. I want a rock. Rock. <laughs> Can we think of any more? Are we good? All right, Derek, after you. <laughs> I can tell you're not done. I am done. I don't have anything else. Oh, not else. you. You. <laughs> I love Absalom. <laughs> Are we done being silly here? Uh, I've got more. I want you Absalom all night. And total every day. Uh, 
wonder how much of this is going to stay in. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Just you. Just a head shake. Thank you. But yeah, Absalom is the uh, is the big the big old city in the inner sea region. Um, oddly enough, at least in first edition, there was a lot of things that happened there, like adventure path wise. I think there was some modules that like dabbled around in Absalom. I know there was some like Pathfinder Society scenarios, but I don't play those <laughs> very much. Um, and Tui, there's actually been some stuff on and around Absalom. So Absalom sits on an island in the middle of the inner sea region. If you want an analog to the real world, the inner sea is roughly equivalent to like the Mediterranean, right? Um, and it sits on an island called the Isle of Cortos. And Absalom is the biggest city on it. And it is very wealthy from all the trade it does in and around like the inner sea area. Um, the cool thing about Absalom is a god made it. Kind of. Kind of. It's actually kind of weird when you think about Absalom. Like, when you think of Galarian, mm-hmm. one of the first... Th- it's like the capital of Galarian. It's not true because there's a lot of nations and all that. But, like, it's supposed to be one of the, the most important places. But you're right. At least in 1E, not much happens there. Yeah. Yet, it's so important that when they made Starfinder and Galarian is gone, its replacement is Absalom Station. Yeah. But, yeah. like... Nothing really happens there in the quote unquote current age of Pathfinder. Yeah. Well, in one E. The nickname um, for it is called the city at the center of the world. Yeah. And it's got a lot of cool history. Yeah. So basically Absalom uh, is really important for the setting. That's why we're jumping out of what we talked about last week, Urson and kind of those other nations up north. Because Absalom is just kind of referenced all over the place. Absalom uh, was raised... Uh, he rather uh, Aradin raised the star stone, right? Which is this big, uh, the God rock we meme about. Uh, and when he raised it, he also raised up the Isle of Cortos from the depths of the inner sea. Um, and in the process of that, he became a living God. Um, and he founded Absalom as a city there. And it's in the middle of the inner sea, got lots of great trade. Um, and the, when he did that is the actual basis for the timeline we use in Pathfinder. So when we say AR, that is Absalom Reckoning. So yeah. uh, Aridan raises the Star Stone one, at 1 AR. Uh, Absalom has also been around for a while because the current year is 47, well, right now in Pathfinder is 4723 AR. It's so like 4,700 years. And what, for 4,000 years! And what year does the adventure start in 47? Pathfinder 1E? And uh, one e yeah, uh, which it's, adventure? Just like the the start of the Pathfinder setting, like when people oh. start playing in it. The first, I suppose, the first adventure path would so be it. Basically, the year forty seven hundred is equal to the year two thousand. So the first adventure path in the Pathfinder campaign setting is Rise of the Rune Lords, basically. Mm-hmm. The, oh, that's, that's the, it? That's the first one? That's the first adventure in the Pathfinder campaign setting. Okay. Yeah. Paizo wrote sense. other adventures before that, but they yeah. weren't in Pathfinder. Like, what was the second darkness? No, that's the Pathfinder setting as well. It's just that the, they started Pathfinder in 3.5. Yeah. yeah. But after, like, three adventures, they went and they made Pathfinder. Yeah, the game. So we like, do my drow adventure. The, <laughs> there's the Pathfinder 1E game. But there's also before that was yeah. the Pathfinder Chronicles or whatever yeah. campaign setting. But it's it's like forty seven oh seven or forty seven oh eight. Rune Lords came out in two thousand seven, so that's forty seven oh seven. Okay. Outlaws of Alkenstar came out in twenty twenty two, 
So with that campaign starts in 4722. Yeah. Uh, so the current year is 4723. Uh, Absalom's been around a long time. Yeah. Um, it's been besieged and like attacked a ton of different times. The first siege of Absalom was the Varadni. Varadni Voon attacks Absalom, mass mustering a vast centaur army across the island's eastern plateau to overwhelm the young city's defenses. With a sweep of his hand, Aridin uh, sunders the plateau in a great upheaval, slaying Voon and trapping his minions in the hinterlands of Kortos. Damn. Can't lose when you have Damn. a god on your side yeah. that's actually there. Yeah. Not just on another plane being like, have some cleric powers. Nah, he's like, nah, bro. Some more trivia for Absalom's history uh, related to this adventure path, sort of. In 166 AR, the Archmage Nex unsuccessfully besieges Absalom, erecting a mile-tall spire of Nex outside the city in what is now known as the Cairnlands. That is still there, like... To, to this, this year in the in the setting, right in the century, it still it, it still attracts adventurers to go through it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> in four thirty AR, uh, the pirate siege of Absalom. After Aridin leaves Absalom to more fully embrace his divinity, villains from across the inner sea seek to take advantage of his absence by conducting a series of Absalom. raids. <laughs> and naval blockades against the city. Absalom is forced to f uh, rely on foreign mercenaries to protect itself, which they do in exchange for grants of land and titles. Oh. Uh, and there's a lot more. It's been besieged like a bunch. Uh, in fact, one of the um, last things that happened uh, in the 1E campaign setting has to do with the Tyrant's Grasp uh, adventure path. Oh. Um and I don't know if I want to spoil that because I know Jacob dreams of playing that adventure path in Listen, 1E. One day we're going to play a lot of 1E adventure paths. That's one of the lists. When we retire. When we retire. <laughs> I hope we're still friends then. I hope we're still alive then. <laughs> I hope I retire when I'm alive. <laughs> I hope we get to retire. Uh, and for context, so when we say AR, that's Absalom Reckoning. That's why I figured it was important to go co and cover Absalom as a big city. Mm -hmm. uh, if anyone's interested in reading more into Absalom, uh, honestly, if you want to get the kind of the gist of 2E lore, the uh, Lost Omens World Guide is the book I have right here. Uh, and it kind of covers everything in broad strokes. Uh, but if you want to dive in on something specific like Absalom, uh, the best thing right now is they just released a uh, book about a year ago. Uh, oh, what is that one called again? Absalom. Uh, I think it's uh, the it's still a Lost Omens series. Uh, it's called Absalom, oh. City of Lost Omens. Um, but you can get that now. It just came out about a year ago. I was half right. Yeah. <laughs> Absalom, Lost Omens, World of the... <laughs> Witcher. Uh, but it's really cool. Uh, I, there's a lot of fun things about it. It's just, I don't know how much, some of the things I want to get into, I don't want to spoil things for like adventure paths. Um, the, in 2E, they've been doing a lot with the Isle of Cortos. The uh, Extinction Curse adventure path is the one where you start out as like uh, circus performers or something. Uh, kind of disappointed some people because they thought that was going to be an ongoing thing, but apparently it's only in like book the, one. It's just how you're introduced. Mm. Yeah. Um, but like that one, you do a lot of exploring just on the Isle of Cortos and not necessarily in Absalom. Uh, the main adventure that takes place inside Absalom actually is uh, the Agents of Edgewatch, which is kind of like you playing city guards. Yeah. Uh, the good cop adventure path. <laughs> I've nicknamed it. Um, uh. But, you know, we didn't actually talk about why Absalom was, the, was so important. 
Like, we talked we talk about the God Rock. Do you want to talk about it more? Yeah, I mean, like, what what's it do? So the Star Stone... I'm pretty sure we've talked about it before, but this is the Absalom episode, so... Yeah, uh, so the Star Stone is, like, it's complicated, and it's a little vague, but basically, in the before times, and the long, long ago, there was the Aslanti, and they were basically, like, super smart humans, mm. and they made the big tentacle monsters upset spaghetti, and so the tentacle monsters decided to drop a rock, drop a big uh-huh. fat rock on them, which is like where the star stone came from. Yeah. Uh, or I don't know if that's specifically it, but basically two of the Aslanti gods like pulled the moon in the way of it to split it up. And like the shards of it still destroyed Aslant, which is like a shattered continent now. Yeah. And the other shards of it like. It's a wrecked. ruins of a continent. A sunken yeah. continent. It's literally called the ruins of the Aslan ruins of Aslan. I played through that adventure path. Um, but like part of the star stone landed in like carved out parts of the inner sea. Like it also devastated that region. Um, but Aridin is called the last Aslanti because he basically was a like hero of humanity through parts of the surviving afterwards, and he raised up the star stone, which like I think. The myth is it contains a bit of the divinity of like one of those gods that blocked the rock with the moon. Weren't they two gods that were like in love or something? Yes. I don't remember. Yes. Uh, but and <laughs> they were like about the moon, and now the moon god is Grotus. Yeah, uh, oh, Grotus, uh, who is yeah. the god of and the that's apocalypse. The, that's the <laughs> big old eyeball that in the sky. The, that's the that's the statues, right? That's what they represented. The 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 no the statues and ruins of Aslan represent like worshippers of the older gods. Grotus is like a new no, god. No, I, I thought that they were worshippers of the moon goddess. They were. The, the yeah. older, yeah. yeah. But, but, yeah. Not the old gods, the old Ur gods. There's yes. a big difference. Big difference. My one's, bad. One's Cthulhu. Yeah, but now, <laughs> but, so since the star stone was raised, there's like, a, there's the star stone cathedral in Absalom. And basically, if you can pass the test of the star stone, which no one knows what that is, but involves touching the god rock, you become a god. And it's happened it's three times. Simple. Yeah. Um, but like a lot of people try to do it and just die. Yeah. Uh, um, no one knows if it's like some dungeon you have to traverse or whatever else. I know that like there's no walkway into the Starstone Cathedral. You have to like fly, fly over, over there. there somehow. Yeah. 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 That's like the first step. Uh, the three that have done it so far is Norgaber. Uh, yeah! Nose Gobbler, the, the rogue god guy. of secrets uh, in 1893 AR, um, back in old grandpappy's day. Uh, and then the second one is uh, Drow's favorite on 2765. Do you want to talk about him? Okay, so this stud, this, this stud, this absolute Chad decided that he wanted to get some of that good, good goddess puss, uh, allegedly from Calistria. All of this is allegedly. Yes, allegedly. <laughs> Legends say. Uh-huh. So he, on a on a bender, went and became a god. You know, <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. it. That's it. He got drunk and he woke up a god. Yeah, yeah. that's literally that's it. That's it. I love this man. Imagine getting drunk and then waking up next to the star stone and be like, how the fuck did I get here? <laughs> and now you're a god. Uh, it's tough to... Uh, That's all. Caden, Caden's one of the best gods in the Caden Pathfinder setting. Caden is the best god in the Pathfinder setting. And, and then, I will not hear anything else from simps who are like, oh, this is Saren Ray. Well, well I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. You're wrong. Saren Ray's like the titular good 
Okay, goddess. okay. But Just because like she's got tits doesn't mean that she's a my favorite. Reasonable good goddess, not like. Yomadai. Speaking of which, the yeah. third one in uh, 3832 AR is Day, also known as the Inheritor. I believe she was one of Aridin's champions and she took this test of the yeah. Starstone and yeah. became a god. And ever since Aridin died, not disappeared, died. died. Straight up. As far, allegedly. Arid, uh, <laughs> in my notes here on the on the timeline, 4606, Aridin dies. Uh, allegedly. <laughs> triggering the beginning of the age of lost omens and then Iodai becomes he, the inheritor he is either dead or he has been erased Listen, from the probability of the future it's obvious movie rules if you don't see the body they're not dead I okay. would argue if though, we wanted him dead it would be like the star wars rules where he gets a shoulder wound i would argue though because this is pathfinder if your clerics of your god stop having powers they did. He just cut yeah. off. What if he just said, I tired? He went too far away. Cell reception bad. You Can know? you hear me now? <laughs> I no. don't believe that. <laughs> God. If, if the if the old, old ones, the great old ones can give you powers from beyond the stars. Going further. Even further he's like that. He's like that one satellite that went outside of the solar system. And I'm very proud of it. Voyager. I don't know. I don't give a shit about names. Or or he was just Whoever like, you I are. I don't want to do this no more. And yeah. he just stopped. I mean, uh-huh. If you could become a god, you could become a human, his, right? His god juice ran out. <laughs> oh, juice. Mm. Actually, I will say, because like Aridin, Absalom, Starstone, they're all related together. I do like how Pathfinder has handled prophecy and that Aridin died and he was the god of prophecy. So now... Maybe your prophecies come true. Maybe they don't. Prophecy has been messed up because he died. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's why you can have a prophecy. And if it doesn't come true, Aridin uh, died. So God I guess your prophecy got it, messed Aridin. up. Uh, so it's so you can still have prophecies, but you're not like actually beholden to them. So it's still good for story, but it doesn't mess up if it is wrong. Because then you're just mm-hmm. like, oh, Aridin, I guess. Yeah. So it's like a good built-in reason that you can use prophecy and not have to worry about it too much as a DM. Yeah. Uh, as far as the like religions and day-to-day life stuff in Absalom goes, it's like, th- again, the biggest city in the inner sea region, a uh, major metropolis. It's mostly humans, but like mostly as in like, I think it says 62% on its demographics page here. Yeah. Too which, many goddamn humans. 11% no. halfling? You didn't, wow. You yeah. didn't mention the coolest thing. Absalom is the only civilized city where the worship of Norgerber is tolerated. Yeah. Yeah. Really? 100%. I did not know that. Because he's one of the ones that passed the Starstone Who test. Who cares? He's so evil. He's so fucked up. Yeah. He's I'm not so I'm not evil. saying that that makes him good. I'm just saying oh, I know, but that's you're right. pretty that's pretty f- cool that they're literally taking yeah. Like that, that's the only place. Huh. Otherwise, you're not tolerated. I did not. That Absalom is, tolerates Norcabrites. That is a very, that is a fun fact. Wow. Isn't that neat? I've yes. been waiting this whole time, hoping nobody brings that up so I could say that because I found that and I thought that was cool. <sighs> it's amazing. I mean, it's, it, it's like a lot of places in the inner sea where there's a lot of multi-faith temples and churches and whatever. But yeah, the big ones in... Uh, Absalom, our Aridin, Norgerber, Caden Killeen, Caden Callian, Caden Callian, Caden Callian, yeah, whoever, whoever, I guess. No, <laughs> and Ioma Day. He is so important. No, that's not important. Kaden. He is so important. <laughs> Can you imagine worshiping Aridin after he's dead, though? I mean, that's well, that actually, it, like, 
you're right. It is interesting, but that's like the way I've always viewed the worship in these games and that you worship the one that you most relate to. And unless you're evil in which you either worship the one you relate to or the one who's going to give you the most power. Yeah. Right. I love seeing on the demographics here, I'm going back to it, that at least 1% of Absalom's population, which is listed at roughly 300,000, is Goblin. Yeah. That's great. Yay. That makes Goblin me life. so happy. Because, you know, they, they're, they're trash. They're trash. They live in the garbage dump, probably. Uh, and they're the other, trash people. Just a little guy. The rats. They are like giant rats. I, I'm sorry, but that's what I find fascinating about goblins is they love to live in the dump. What they like makes no sense to them. Exactly. It makes no sense. Well, Rotten to meat. them it does. Rotten meat. Uh, the other fun fact I got here before we uh, wrap up our tour of Absalom, a brief overview, is uh, Shadow Absalom. Oh, yeah. Which I think is so cool. Because <laughs> uh, it listed here, uh, every major city on Galarian has its dark mirror opposite on the plane of shadow. So basically, uh, maybe one day we'll get to cover like the outer spheres, the planes and everything and how they work in Pathfinder. But basically, there's a shadow plane. That's kind of a common concept in planar... Uh, fantasy settings or whatever um it's one of those planes that like overlaps with the material plane which is where you live on and so like if you go to a city there's like a shadow component to it and shadow absalom is super dope i'm pretty sure there is like an actual map of shadow absalom yeah. in some campaign setting content. it's absalom yeah no no like it's different <laughs> i know i know um and is, is isn't that where della's mother's from yeah in, yes. uh, in glass cannons yeah. uh giant slayer game um uh, and yeah, Della and her mother are fetchlings, which is like the main like inhabitants in there. Uh, it's I, I do think Shadow Absalom's pretty cool too. The the ruler of Shadow Absalom is an actual umbral dragon. Yeah, that's just dope. It's so cool. They didn't have to do all this extra detail, but they just do. They do. Yes. Uh, and and what was your one fun fact that you wanted oh, to share? The about? Isle of Cortez. Okay. So in 1E, there's the, the world guide where you get an actual timeline of like thousands of years. Does it start with Aroden uh, um, doing so, stuff? Yeah. Basically, all the stuff before Aroden raised up the Starstone yeah. is like in negative AR. Yeah. But like, it's like pages of a timeline with bullet points and shortly before the like adventure timeline starts in 2007 or 4707 it's about a hundred years before when he dies yeah yeah um in 4700 on the isle of cortos where absalom is located the bodies of 13 cracking wash up on shore missing their eyes and that's it's one bullet point for that one year the only thing that happens then of interest and it has fascinated me to no end because <laughs> Krakens are CR 18 and Pathfinder has a cap of 20, not counting mythic. They're one of the yeah. most powerful creatures in the setting and 13 of them get slaughtered and wash up on shore. And when people have asked about it in Q and A's for Paizo, the people at Paizo have said, Oh, we know what happened. And that's it. They haven't <laughs> said it yet. And it fascinates me. What in the world killed these Kraken? And will that be a module? Or will that be related to an adventure path one day in the future? I hope so. Ever since we switched over to using Galarian as our main setting about five years ago at this point, Jacob has been fascinated with this Kraken with event. It was, it was Kraken. The and Krakening. It, and it was the the Paradise Colony, which actually got an answer in a 2E adventure path. Age of Ashes. We haven't played it. 
So I don't know what it is, but there's a solid answer to what's up with the Paradise Island. And those were the things that interested me the most at that time was the 13 dead Krakens in Paradise Island. We got an answer for one. I just need the next one. You just need to know what happened to your Kraken. Yes, I want to know what killed them. <laughs> what in the world killed 13 CR-18 Krakens? Uh, Jacob needs that juicy lore. I do! Well, speaking of the Starstone, centuries before the Starstone was raised, the Wizard Kings Nex and Geb warred with one another, scarring the land between them into a devastated, unstable magic wasteland. From the glowing ashes of the Manor Waste arose Alkenstar, the city of smog, a metropolis of airships, skyscrapers, factories, and clockwork wonders. To the world, Alkenstar is the pinnacle of innovation and determination in the face of insurmountable odds. Suck it, Absalom. On its streets, <laughs> life in Alkenstar yeah. is a nonstop race to stay ahead of the competition. And it is here that a desperate group, hungry for revenge, living on the edge of the law, hunts for the ones who cast them out. They are the outlaws of Alkenstar. Who needs a star stone when you've got guns? Guns. Are you ready to be God? <laughs> are you ready to be God? <laughs> Shoots them with the star stone. God help the inner sea if some gunslinger touches the star stone. God of oh guns. Boy. That would be amazing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give a, a shout out to Grant Berger. Grant Berger. Grant Berger. It would be it would be barren. Oh, it, yes. you know what? That'd be a fun one. That would be that'd be fun. Can you imagine a gunslinger like rocket jumping with their pistols oh. over the gap instead of flying? Oh, that'd be like a cleric spell right there. Uh-huh. A cleric of Gunadin. Gunadin. <laughs> Jacob, how creative. Praise gun. Praise Worship gun. the gun. <laughs> it's it's the holy flintlock. It's, it's um it's it's at, not Avatar, but it's secondhand. It's at, it's representative. What's the what is the level fifteen? Like, Harold. Harold. It's Harold would be an animated gun. <laughs> an Awakened animated gun. Cannon. Awakened cannon. Awakened siege weapon. Oh my god. Oh okay. That's a fun thought. Uh, when we last left our guns, <laughs> uh, you were on a airship headed towards the Spellscar Desert. Y'all's hunting out that cradle of quartz. Y'all's hunting out that cradle of quartz. Uh, and you were flying through a man of storm, which is a pretty dangerous uh, phenomenon here in the mana wastes. Yeah. Uh, you fought back some not harpies, uh, some mutated maftets. Uh, you also uh, had to deal with a rampaging manticore flying around and trying to wreck your ship. What's a math tet look like normally? Is it a math tet or a math tet? The picture I showed you is actually the base art for math tets. Oh. oh, so they just look like they just look like harpies. Kind of, but they have like the runes and stuff on them. The two scimitars. They're like thicker magical Skimmed harpies. Tars. Yeah, they're they're oddly enough more feral harpies because harpies are already pretty feral. Yeah, I, I love the. There was mention of like city harpies in one of the. Monster manuals? No, not monster manuals. In one of the little bestiaries, mm -hmm. where it's like, oh yeah, these harpies live close to cities. They don't eat people as much. As much. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they, and if they find somebody who's strong enough, they will actually copulate without killing and eating. Wow. Uh huh. So remember, if you want to get that disgusting, you don't have feathery to. girlfriend. Just, oh. just, just, just. Just get absolutely jacked. Get ripped and bring the shinies. Just get ripped and bring the shinies. You are 
courting a magpie. Remember that. <laughs> Pay the dowry. Uh huh. It doesn't have to be expensive. It just has to be a shiny. A bunch of glass marbles. <laughs> shiny. Expensive. It just has to be shiny. I offer you my greatest fool's gold. <laughs> okay. Just a kaleidoscope. But, just a bunch of mirrors. But straight oh. up, like a sack of glass beads from the dollar store. Yeah. That gets you mad, bird puss. <laughs> Anyway. anyway, do you accept? Can we edit me criticism? out of this? No. Okay. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, bring the yeehaw, please. Oh, okay. The yeehaw. Yeah, thank you. Well, the most important thing that we need to cover in the recap is that Chester still is glowing. Oh, he sure is. With caramel dance and rainbows. Hey, you got the right one. And after you uh, defeated this uh, manticore, uh, it seemed that the storm was starting to uh, lift and break. Good. It seems things attack during storms. Uh, My notes say that I think it was Eleanor that finished off the manticore with a critical finisher. Nice. It was beautiful. I finally finished something with a finisher. My understanding is that people who play swashbucklers chase the high of finishing or of, of getting a critical with a finisher. It's that's beautiful. that's my impression of gunslingers and as well. You should know it is a high. Yeah, I bet. Because like it was like I think we were talking off air is um as a fighter you hit and crit more often than you would as a swashbuckler because they get the proficiencies earlier. But as a swashbuckler, if you crit on a finisher, it is like Juicy. the hammer mm. of God coming down to rain on you your enemies. You mean the rapier. The rapier of God. Prepare to meet God. <laughs> Via uh, sword point. Oh, and, and uh, very importantly, uh, you told me to remind you guys, uh, both Usuvu and Celessa <gasps> contracted mana fever. Yeah. yeah. I have to heal them. Uh, That's going to be fun. Pharaoh, your ship's messed up. <laughs> Uh, she can't hear you because the. Uh, I will remind you again that the sides and the door have been ripped off. Oh, so she can tell then. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And it's also just like <laughs> windy outside. It's fucking windy, my dudes. Uh, Chester will like quickly waltz up to the front. <laughs> hey, hey, Farrah! No, no, don't turn around. I'll blind you, Farrah. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing there's Desmond. I can't hear you over the music coming from your colorful robes. That's okay. Hey, Pharaoh, do you have any need for a manicure corpse, or can we shove that off the edge? Uh, you can get rid of it. All right. That's Chester, fine. Chester's going to go back and say, hey, we can just shove this out of the hole. Can I kick it out of the, the hole all cool-like? Yeah, I'll, I'll push while you do it. I'll push a healed. big. How about we use the body to plug up the holes it made? Would that work? Probably it start to not. rot? It ripped some pretty big holes. Mm. They've been made worse by, like, the winds up here. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Chester just shove it out. Okay. You shove it out. Uh, make me an athletics check. Okay. Me too? Sure, if you want to aid. Oh, I totally intended to do it. I have the, sh- I have the highest oh. strength in the group. I was going to do it for you. My dice was in the Chester game. made the mistake of speaking first again. What? I didn't think you'd make us roll for it. Okay, it's a 15 plus 11 for 26. Go ahead, roll uh, Eleanor. Can do. 26. Oh, yeah, you both shove it out with ease. Uh, it flies down, and then you see it get picked up by an updraft. <laughs> the wind. And it starts <laughs> flying close to you, and then it gets shredded in the propeller, and then it falls down again. It's, it's Part of it gets juggled along with the periton corpse. One of the legs. No, wait, we landed since then, so that does, it's not there anymore. No, one of the legs comes up and smacks the window and... <laughs> 
yeah. Um, but actually, as you shove it out, you notice that like both of the engines, uh, where you see one of them is like starting to like let off a lot of smoke. Uh -oh. It's still working. Um, and the other one is also lit off a lot of smoke. This thing looks like it tore up the airship pretty bad in the F back part of it. Ferret, which engine is it? The right one. Tell your goblins the red engine's going out. Yeah, they're already working on it. All right. Uh, See, last time it got broken, they didn't even realize it, so we had to make sure. And the storm starts to lift up uh, the, over the next about, like, 30 minutes or so. Uh, and then until, like very mana waste style at some point in time it just kind of suddenly just whoosh, it's gone it was like it was never there do we need to roll to heal up or will we have enough time to just heal uh why don't we go ahead and start working on that all right thank you healing please healing please you guys are like birds in a nest ah, ah, ah. Trade please regurgitate healing Please, vomit healing upon me. Someone feed Psyche here the slop. <laughs> no. I would like the shreds. We no, only, only pate we for only you. Have... What episode is this? This is 48. Oh, Hero points. No, I didn't okay. have any anyway. I oh. tried to use Don't mine. Don't bother with hair points yet because we're doing something special this episode. <gasps> oh? Oh? Yeah. We're dying. You're going to die. Uh, no, let's do healing <laughs> Hot first. Dog. Hot dog. Uh... We're just going to find proficiencies. <laughs> there we go. Mebdithin. Mebdithin. Okay. Acetaminophen. Uh, Jacob, Cat, both of you roll a d20. Can do. Ten. I got four. Okay. This first one's for you then, Jacob. Hot dog. Why'd you have them both roll? To see what order I do it in. Oh. I thought you were going to use oh their boy. die rolls. I was really afraid you were going to use my die roll. <laughs> yeah, I, was say, I will no longer be held responsible for your healing. Yeah. You can do it. You with roll my it. My bonus. <laughs> <laughs> Heal me. Okay. Right, 48 uh, for Chester. That was a 21. So that'll oh. succeed. Or is it 48 or is it two? Two. Two. My That's bad. a critical to get four. You are correct. Yeah. Woo. Five. I love five. Okay. Do your you turn, Cat. Yes, please. I'm healing Cat specifically. For me. Oh, Yay, critical success. Critical. Oh, I needed it. I'm at 35 Whoa. hit points. Oh, we're about baby. to get... <laughs> Whoa, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh. 22 points of healing. Oh. Yes. What was that? It's only fair last time I got the good stuff. Five, two, eight, and seven. Beautiful. All right. All right. Back to you. Yeah. Back to you, Jacob. 10 minutes later. Actually, 20, because it takes 10 minutes to heal. Hey, that's also a critical. Hot dog. Hot hit That's a 25. Dog. Oh, right on the edge. Ow. 20, 20. hit points. I feel good. Well, actually, <laughs> I'm, I'm really hurt, but. I, <laughs> okay. Okay. How are you looking, Eleanor? Eleanor, if you could quantify, she is 57 out of 86. <laughs> oh, oh wow. that's. My favorite joke. If you, you could quantify the... my hit points numerically. Okay. Another critical. Another critical. Oh, yes. I, I love... might even get full healing I like this. that we're at the point where. Oh. Oh, Only that's nine. two ones, a two, and a five. Dang. All right. Back to you, Jacob. Jeez. I like that we're at the point level-wise where if you roll for it, you're criticaling fairly often. Beautiful. Hot. More hot. Drow's dog. dice are hot tonight. Fifteen. Fifteen. Nice. Solid. That's pretty good. All right. Uh... And again, we go to Eleanor. Ellie is 20 this. points short, so yes, oh, we're Oh, my right. goodness, the With critical. That one, we'll be doing this an hour. Yeah. 14. 
Oh, thank you. If I could get healing one more time, I may actually be up to full. No. Okay. You get it. They just rolled it. You I am it. only six points short of full. I'm good. We may abbreviate this for I'm the sake of the audience. And I'm like thank you. 30 HP down, so Why I'm going to help myself. did you not heal yourself at all? Because I worry about you guys more. I stay back usually. <laughs> and and it tank points for us. Please heal yourself. <laughs> I tell you, I like. Is there a way <laughs> to you make pass? your treat yeah. wounds more powerful at higher levels? Yeah, you can. You can roll against a higher DC to get more healing. Really? Yard. So that'll be sixty. I did rather not than realize 51. that. Yeah. So if you're curious, Jacob, um, what you can do is if you are an expert in medicine, you can instead roll against DC twenty and get two oh. D eight plus ten. Uh, with critical being 48 plus 10. If you are a master, you roll against DC 30, and you would get 2d8 plus 30 uh, with a critical healing of 48 plus 30. That's really good. What's mm. your, um, what's your, what's your, plus like, 13. Plus 13? Well, you are expert in medicine, I believe. Yeah. So 10 yeah. plus 13. You actually could do expert if you wanted to with the DC 20 and make it more than half the time. The thing is, would I hurt you more if I failed? Uh, no. no, it's just a D8 oh, okay, cool. of damage. It's the same for critical failure. But the, the nice advantage to that is it's that plus 10 makes a big difference right there. Okay. I yeah. did not know that. That's really nice. Hey, more Pathfinder uh, rules stuff for you. Yeah, that's. I learned something new today. Jacob learned something new about Pathfinder. So another thing that we haven't done in regards to treat wounds that a lot of people tend to do is mm-hmm. take uh, the skill feat assurance. Uh-huh. Which means that I think you got this wrong a little bit, Jacob. Uh, you add your proficiency oh. to ten, yeah. And so, if you hit level three, you'll always make a DC fifteen check. Yeah. You just don't add your uh, ability score. Yeah, I know. But it's your. It's not just the. Um, it's your level and your proficiency bonus. You yeah. had thought for a minute that it was the just the proficiency part. Yeah, of that. but I, I I corrected that a long time ago. Yeah, I knew. I knew. So what is so Psyche, You're an expert in healing, and you're level six, right? So that six plus four is ten. If you took assurance as a skill feat for mm-hmm. um, medicine, you could make the expert DC every time. Every time. Wow. Sick. And you wouldn't even have to roll. Nice. That's what a lot of people do. I don't wanna. <laughs> you wanted the chance to hurt someone. I want the chance to hurt someone really bad. Oh, I was, I was saying, you, well, you want a chance to critical and do even better for us. I, I know. See. I thought. Okay. No, okay. <laughs> you, we should know our friend Drow better than that. Also, uh, I don't think any of you got the wounded condition, but if you did, you would clear it because you had your wounds treated. Yay. Yay. Speaking of treated wounds and bad conditions, what about our good old NPC friends who are sick with mana fever? Yeah, so... Sick AF as fuck. They'll just die. Oh, okay. All right, then. Unless you do something. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Or they make saves. <laughs> I'm going to go up to Celissa. C- They're not really feeling it right now. Um, Celissa. And I'm the, going to be like... You stink. smell her? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you stink like sick. You stink like sickness. And then I push her out the window. Oh. <laughs> Curse you. Uh, so I will look at the wound, though. I, because did Chester mention the mana fever? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, like... At least hmm. I think you did. I feel as though you said that... Yeah, to recap, so mana fever is a disease. Uh, a creature can't remove the fatigue condition when infected. Um, is a saving throw, blah, 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 blah. It has an onset of one day. Stage one, which is what they'll get 
basically tomorrow is fatigued uh, and stupefied one. Uh, and then they'll have to make a save, and then they'll go to fatigued and stupefied two, stage three, as uh, fatigued and stupefied three, stage four is gain immunity to mana fever and become a mana wastes mutant, which means mm. bad things. Does that mean they become dumb? Maybe. Oh no. Maybe they'll just go a bunch of no. eyes all over the body. Our NPCs will become under the control of the DM. We can't let that happen. No! <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think, Saikir, you took a spell specifically. Yes, because I thought there were going to be harpies. You even asked me about this. Should I take this spell or is this a waste? Yeah. And I looked at this and I said, you are fine. <laughs> I, I asked, would what? remove disease be dumb? Listen, all you out there who like to play tabletop RPGs, that's the sign of a good DM. If you can look at your DM and be like, if I take this, will it be useless? And your DM says, it would be useless. That's a good DM. Mm-hmm. If your DM looks at you and goes, I don't know, you should no, get rid of this. that's not Stop fun. <laughs> you, should, you should challenge them to combat. It's also easier for me because I'm running pre-written stuff, which I feel like is uh, a uh, superpower that people forget exists. Um, although... This is a whole banter topic, not yeah. in the case mm-hmm. of 5e, but that is a no, story for another so, time. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Uh, but yes, yeah, so I believe you, if you want to use your remove disease spell, you attempt a counteract check, which in this case is going to be really simple. You're just going to roll against the DC for the disease. Would it be medicine? It would be your spell DC. Or spell, spell casting spell, modifier. Yeah. Okay, so plus 11 then. Yes. Or hang on. <laughs> so I think I can't remember if you'd be trained or expert yet for Oracle, but it'd be six plus uh, either two. I'm my spell DC is plus twelve. Uh, your bonus. Yeah. So that would be six plus. Yeah, it's it's still trained. So six plus four for charisma, plus two for trained is plus twelve, and you'll be rolling against the DC of the um disease. Okay. How many third level spell slots do you have? I got one. Okay, so unless you do, somebody wants to. Fight me. Fight me. <laughs> so you could do one tonight if Eleanor you wanted to. Eleanor could challenge you to combat. Uh, no no freebies. No, no freebies. She would, though. She is a duelist. Or no a freebies. Actually, they are. We're level seven, right? Six. Oh, we're six. Never yeah. mind. I, keep, I, I have the hardest time remembering what level we are. You just want to be higher level. I don't blame you. No, he wants to hit level seven real bad. I, no, there's nothing for me at seven. It's just you become expert at seven. And I read that and was like, oh, we're seven. And I've never got that out of my mind. No. Yeah. It's the same thing that happened with Eleanor. And I was like, oh, yeah, she has an attack of opportunity. We're level six. And you're like, no. No. <laughs> we're level five. I'm like, oh. Oh, oh poor roll. Um, hero point. Uh, oh, but uh, uh, you have one to spend still from the last thing? Yes. All right, we haven't reset them yet. I have a special thing for this episode. So oh. you may use one if you want to reroll. That was a five on the counteract check to remove disease. Okay, here we go. Okay, oh, the, yeah. Natty 17. Natty 17. Yes. Total of 29. That'll successfully counteract the check. It was DC 22, so you need a 10 or higher. Um, uh, and who are you doing this on? Uh, Celessa. Uh, you cast this and you good use of the hero point you successfully remove the mana fever unfortunately usuvu is still suffering from it i'll get her tomorrow uh okay she would celessa was just closer yeah so i could smell the stink of disease on her very good and can't we like 
technically speaking, we might not know if they're sick, but can't we do checks to find out if they have it, even if they aren't showing yet, like a medicine check or something? I think. Oh, yes. Can I test for like the antibodies in the bloodstream? Here, does... pee on this. Yeah, we are admittedly metagaming that, um, but it doesn't matter too much mechanically because you'd find out tomorrow very quickly. Does um, Psykir, when they try to smell something really strong, do the cat thing, but opens their mechanical mouth to, to breathe through their mouth to smell more? <laughs> just, just, just. I'm glad we all the, the have last, owned cats and know exactly what that noise is. The last thing your infected wound hears before it's treated. <laughs> <laughs> And then, the, and then to lick the chops. <laughs> <laughs> we own cats. Too many cats. <coughs> so what's the special thing happening with hero points this episode? Don't worry about it. Uh, so oh, okay. We're never getting hero points again. Uh, it's about... Troy. You shut up. <laughs> so it's about uh, 7, 8 o'clock in the evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can actually see the sun... Uh, it's not setting yet. I can it's see summer. the sun, do, even do, though do. it's so far away. Yes. Like, even though it's so, so far away. my perception. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, apparently, you're not supposed to be able to see the sun because it's so far away. Can I run this episode? I'm sorry. No. It's, you go ahead. I, my apologies. For a reference, in 1E Pathfinder, <laughs> by the rules of the game, because of all the negatives you take as things move further away, you theoretically cannot see the sun. You get like a negative thousands to your perception check to spot the sun. You can't play the sun stare game in Pathfinder 1E. No, there's no sun. Nope. Easy kids. kids. Don't shake the table. Anyway. I'm touching it. You see the sun, Jacob. Oh, okay. As it is starting to set, um, it is not quite like going below the horizon because it's about 8 o'clock and it's summertime right now, so it's still up. Um, And you see that the storms past the the ship is kind of in rough state. The the one engine's kind of like clunking a little bit. Do we need to stop? And Farrah's like, I, we got to put her down, guys. Looks like uh, looks like we can set down here, and you'll be a couple miles away from Tentacle Canyon, and we'll have to work on the ship. Oh, oh. I see. Uh, so uh, buckle up. We're gonna we're gonna set her down. Shouldn't be too rough of a landing. I'll find a clear patch. Chester buckles up. I do too. And you uh, you get all buckled in, and the ship starts to like slowly descend. You feel your like stomach rise up a little bit as it goes down. The worst part of flying. Mm-hmm. Don't hurt, Jacob. <laughs> uh, and in a little open patch before the like field. Uh, basically, now when you come down out of the sky, it is just a desert. Like there is dry riverbeds. There's canyons. There's the swirling hoodoo spiral rock things, right? Uh, and she sets down in, in a patch of like open land uh, and lets you out. And you can take two hero points instead of the normal one this session because the ship did not get broken. Yay! Oh. Fun fact, the last fight was a little complicated, but the whole point of the, the last two fights, and particularly the Manticore... And now you reset it. What? And, and now you reset the, the hero points. No, that's part of the reset. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh you stunned. Uh, but the, uh, Yay, the whole points. part of the last fight was to uh, prevent it from destroying the ship. Nice! We did it! Okay. So we prevented it from destroying the strip, ship, therefore destroying us. Yay, living! Because what happens if you don't do that is you can, you, there's like an event in the uh, adventure path called the crash. Oh, 
Mm. Really? Yeah, and you prevented that. Do people die in the crash? They can. Doesn't know. We saved Pharaoh Winslow's life. I don't care. About and her. the goblins. Uh, if you want to know, Ben and Brim are already off the ship. That's yeah, all the important care. people in Gonk. <laughs> Actually, if you want to know, I have rules for it. If the second kiss takes sufficient damage to gain the broken condition, it immediately descends 60 feet per round in addition to its regular movement. When Whoa. the airship mm. hits the ground, it comes to a stop and all creatures aboard must succeed a DC 25 reflex save or be knocked prone. So technically not that, but like you can also do damage depending on how bad mm. the ship got messed wow. up. Wow. Um, but uh, so basically, yeah, she, she sets it down. Hence the two hero points because it did take damage. Uh, it was complicated if you want to peek behind the screen because I lowered the, I applied the weak template to the manticore because of how hurt you were and how fast it wanted those mm -hmm. things to happen. But at the same time, its focus is hurting the ship. So I lowered the hardness of the ship to make it do more damage more easily. Hmm. Um, I think you balanced the fight quite well. It mm -hmm. was it was a scary fight until we realized it was after the ship. It was which more, was still scary. It was more about the crunchy rather than the creamy inside. Yeah. It <laughs> it took a total of 64 points of damage without the hardness applied. Um, with the hardness applied, that's like 44 okay. out of the break threshold of 105. So a little less than halfway. We did it. You we actually did a good did, job. Not only did it, but did a really good job. Hot a dog. Hot a dog. What the dog? Uh, but Being yeah, she hot. sets it. <laughs> she sets the ship down, uh, and everyone kind of gets out. You can see the goblins running over the outside of mm. the engine, uh, like holds. <laughs> you can probably see them doing that before it actually landed. Just look out the window; they're out there, no ropes or nothing, just, <laughs> just holding on, clang clang. Uh, but yeah, the ship sets down outside, uh, and everyone starts like, getting outside and working on it. Uh, what do you guys uh, do? Can we help? Uh, uh, anything we can do to help? Sure, me and my zero crafting, you want me to help? Chester and his 14 crafted. Dezen and Farah are kind of surveying some of the uh, the damage, and uh, Farah, like, wipes off some grease off the gloves and be like, uh, it's going to take a couple days to fix her up. I think we got most of the spare parts to fix the engines. I mean, they mostly just kind of got overworked during the storm, but... Uh, uh, we'll also need to find uh, some of our pull some of our spare wood out of the storage closet and fix up the hole. Um, Just you send. I don't think that'll work the way you think it will. Um, if you want to get going, uh, my people have been building things out of sand for generations. Yeah, but these things fly. So, you know, it's gonna get a little bit more stressed than just a house on the ground. You dare contradict me, Farah? I know what I'm about. What's your CR, Farah? <laughs> Uh, but can we do anything to help? I can lift heavy stuff for you. You can, but at the same time, uh, you, the onus is on you to get to Kosawana as soon as possible. And it, she says, it's going to take us a couple days at least. Well, isn't it already like evening? Yeah. We shouldn't travel yeah, at night. Yeah, we shouldn't travel at night. In the manaways. Sure. So but we'll like, be here anyway. Uh, Far what Farrell will tell you, though, is like, at, from what my reckoning navigating, uh, you're only about... A day and a half's journey away from the Cradle of Quartz anyway. Jeez, I thought you said a few miles. Yeah. Change that. Like 40 miles. That's not a few. That's not a few. That's more than a few. And Okay, that's not even... I said 10 miles from Tentacle Canyon. About 40, because like a few is less than 10. That's take not you about, even a few in a car. <laughs> I'd take you a max of two days to travel to on foot. Okay. I don't know. I have faith in us to fuck this up. 
Sure. I see some random encounters in our future. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like, you could stay here and help get the ship back, but like, it would basically, you'd get the ship back and running, you'd go up in the air and you'd travel for like half a day versus you could just get there quicker is what you reckon. Well, I meant like while we're here tonight. Yeah, you can help tonight. Okay. But it's not going to accelerate too much. I just wanted to help. Chester's a helpful guy. Uh, Chester tonight, wants to craft. <laughs> it looks you don't have to make any rolls for this. All of you can help. You shut up, Jacob. Uh, the main thing that they're doing is boarding up the holes on the like the flight deck where the manticore tore things apart. You can also see now that you've gotten out of it that before it tore up the flight deck, it did go after some of the like rigid envelope. Oh. Um, not so much the engines. Uh, it looks like the observation deck got a bite taken out of it as well. Um, but uh, yeah, you're able to work on that tonight and then you rest and get up the next day. So we can check off night's rest. Absolutely. Night's rest and prepare. Uh, but whenever the next day comes around, uh, I think you're all still staying in the main like sleeping quarters and everything. Uh, and Dusuvu does not come out <laughs> straight away. Oh yeah, poor thing. Mm-hmm. Just here. <coughs> Did they fail their check? Well, they're still at stage one anyway. Well, like if she succeeds, she might not be sick, right? Failed the check. Dang it. Okay. Oh, uh, let's 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 go help then. No, not the gnome. She's just a little guy. Uh, hey guys, I feel I feel so good today. I think I got a. <laughs> the voice uh, sounds no different. Cold <laughs> or something. I feel real brain fogged. Is bad. I feel stupefied. One. <laughs> if I had to put a number on it. If I had to quantify it with a number. <laughs> okay. So. I rolled my remove disease. I rolled a 12 plus 12, so that's 24. That'll do it. All right. Success. Whoa. I all of a sudden feel a lot better. I slapped them across the face. (laughs) God. Wow. You feel feel better, don't you? Yeah. Do it again. That is a third level spell, Osuvu. (laughs) Oh, I thought you just slapped me. (laughs) Slap the sick right out of you. Slap the sick out of you. It's an old home remedy. Meow. (laughs) Bam. Whack. Oh, let me... I just noticed Chester's token is still glowing. I, know, I was about to point that out, but I didn't want to distract you, so. There we go. Chester's back to his only glowing white self. So this <laughs> takes sunburn. 10 minutes to cast. Oh. The spell? Yeah. That's oh. a big slap. Yep. Oh. <laughs> That's a Goku level slap. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine a Suvu just being like, Suck here. <laughs> what are you doing? Actually, what is your name? I keep forgetting because you guys don't use oh, your yeah, fucking names. Name. Um, oh, I'll pull I don't remember I'm what Amelia. I called myself. I remember Chester Jimmy's because we made such a big deal about me forgetting it earlier. I might have just straight up called myself Psych here. Uh, or was I, did I use the tiefling name? Because I'm not the tiefling. I tell you, I wrote it down because I knew you guys wouldn't remember. Thank hey. you. I, for the record, Just, did remember my fake Suvu name. gets nervous and Chester has to hold them there. I know it's scary, but you just gotta take it. You'll get better. You know how the cats kind of like just keep their paw out and try and bring it and just barely not quite touch it? Uh-huh. Was that Saikir the whole time for the this, spell? This whole thing is, all right, Suvu, I need you to sit down and I need you to look at me. And don't move. And don't move. And then Saikir for like 
nine minutes and 54 seconds, their eyes just slowly get rounder. They start doing the like head shake, the butt wiggle, the, the butt paw, wiggle. The paw starts lifting up at like nine minutes. <laughs> the hair starts and then getting they go, more and more and more <laughs> on edge and puffy. I'm a charge in my laser. As the hand starts to glow with the power of Bri. <laughs> So Tom, I'm gonna slap the dick. I'm gonna slap the dickens out of you. <laughs> I don't oh. have your names written down. Good fucking luck. <laughs> oh my god! At one time, you joked your name was Lehman. Oh uh, no, that wasn't. You did a very Warhammer name. Oh my god! You were like, I think that was it. Uh, we'll have to play the tape. I'm we'll Lehman Sanguinius. Something. It was really, something you did something like, like that. that. So why every time you guys are like we need to use fake names, I'm like really, really again with we this. We have to again with this, and it's not even just you guys. In any other like yeah. TTRPG yeah. media, I'm just yeah. like come, come on, because <laughs> you're okay. not gonna remember it. I'm not gonna it's remember. It's also it. rough on the DM because the DM's like, oh, do you say that name or do you use your other one? Uh, my character would remember my fake name, but I don't. Oh, uh, yeah, I hear you. It's just mm. you guys. <laughs> I feel like it'd be easier from a roleplay perspective to just deal with the fallout of people knowing who you are. <laughs> okay. And to remember your, forget your name and be uh, called out for using uh, a fake one. Lehman. <laughs> Lehman. I'm just going to call you psych here. I don't That's give a fine. shit. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't give a shit either. Let's do this. Oh, the my thing goodness. Is, I'm not, I'm not just, you know, man in a cowboy hat. Girl, I am a big metal cat. Girl. Yeah, Psykeer is harder to hide. Yeah, just need a cloak. Um, uh, so when we leave, Psykeer is, Psykeer, Chester, I mean. <laughs> heading out in the morning. Chester's going to be like, I guess we're heading out. Or, uh, he'll look at the sheriff and the archaeologists. Are y'all, uh, are y'all coming with or y'all staying with the boat? Well, I figured as Celeste speaks up, I'm going to stay here and uh, do a little bit of hunting and also protect the airship. Uh, I'm not sure if it makes sense to, to to split off everyone from the crew. So Celeste will stay. Seems reasonable. Are you casting another spell there, Drow? <laughs> uh, Drow raised their hand slowly over the course of a minute and <laughs> held it. What about you, Moist Crit- uh, Usuvu? <laughs> I mean, I can go with you to the Cradle of Quartz now that I'm not feeling like a uh, total dog shit. Well, I'm just going to give you fair warning. There may or may not be a giant metal cat there that we have to fight. Another one. Yeah, so but like a metal your buddy cat. here, uh, Psyche here. Bigger. Bigger. Like a sphinx. Like a sphinx. According to what we've heard. Mm-hmm. Which With is a just, human head. Yeah, uh, supposedly. Allegedly. Okay. Why would they mess up beauty like that? I just Why not you. give it a cat head? You want to come, you come. Yes, the Cradle of Quartz will be very interesting <laughs> I, to interact with. I really almost said the Cradle of Crates. The Cradle of Crates. The Cradle of Crates. <laughs> yes, the titular a book. A temple built out of, like, crafting wood crates. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it should be it's interesting. Just a, it's just an Amazon warehouse. Cradle. <laughs> Quartle. Uh, she gives you a thumbs up. Chester gives a thumbs up right back. Let's get going, my dudes. Oh, so this. we're taking Usuvu with us. Okay, gonna, cool. This is going to be a blast. We adopted an or NPC. My name ain't Chester Jimmy's. It sure okay, totally Rolk. is. Oh, what? Okay, Rolk. Okay, Rolk. Rolk. Would, you, would you get your foot injured? Uh, so anyway, uh-huh. uh, Farrah's able to kind of point you in the right direction. She's like, are right, you go this way. Ten miles, you'll hit Tentacle Canyon. Follow that through. 
and you should uh, see the Cradle of Quartz after about 40 total miles. I assume you guys have a compass and some basic navigation equipment. Nope. Sure. But we've got an anthropologist. They probably do. Oh, boy. Yeah, why not? Uh, so you guys head out in the morning. Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Yar. I have some uh, some fun art here Ooh, from the book. Art. I like art. I love art. 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 This is like one of the images when they're talking about the... Uh, uh, heading towards the, the Cradle of Quartz. This is uh, one of the illustrations. What are they? Oh, what are those things? Clay people. I don't know. They're el- I, I wouldn't be surprised if those were Earth elementals, but they, they look like people made of stone. But you see that how, one's got butt cheeks. Yeah, it does. It's got caked up. And no heads. Uh, huh. But you see how there's the weird Aurora Borealis thing yeah. in random parts of the blue sky? Like That's a very common feature uh, above the Mana Waste. It definitely gets stronger around like sunsets and sunrises and it's like morning time right now so you can see a couple of those above you aurora borealis is so pretty but you start making your way uh towards the cradle of quartz it shouldn't be too hard to find because once you find the canyon you may mostly just follow it through um which uh will be like traveling through a dried out riverbed more or less um beware floods yes uh, and it's going to take you a, a little while, probably a couple hours. Is there anything that you th- want to narrate in the meantime as you're walking through here? When when we had our whole Alonzo end scene and all that, did did Eleanor get his hat? Uh, I think you so. You kept the hat. I don't know who took it. Because if she did, she's going to wear it in the sun. Oh. 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 Dead husband. Fiance. Fiance. Chester, you imagine, has to have his hat over or else he'll sparkle. I know what the, you are. The spell's gone now. Look. Oh, I'm not. Why are you naked? Ah, Ch- ah, <laughs> cover each other up. If Chester your... doesn't cover up, he's going to get sunburned. <laughs> Chester tough. puts his hand out and it's like, it's like someone with like, just very pale, just 30 minutes. <laughs> Starts sizzling. He's like, it's not because I'm a vampire. It's just because I'm pale. <laughs> How did you survive living on a farm? I'm tougher than I look. He's Sunscreen. probably got. <laughs> I got so much skin cancer. Hey, <laughs> look, a new mold. <laughs> oh my god, that probably is the story of Chester's life. No, Chester's fine. He's like he's been raised in this weather. He's he's cool with it. The only reason I'm pale is because I'm half vampire. I guess I don't know how that works because I look pale, but I'm kind of like a tanned pale. I have tanned skin calls the sun, but I'm white. So Chester's skin just reflects off the sunlight, thereby not burning him. This is half vampire nonsense. If you stare at yourself, is it like a mirror? Can you see yourself? If I stare at myself, am I a mirror? And take him swinging at his <laughs> hand. <laughs> no. No. Uh, okay. Well, it, it'll be the first time Eleanor's been in the mana waste or out in the desert uh, like this. Her red haired too. Oh yeah, that's why she's wearing the hat. That's why I mentioned the hat. (laughs) She's a redhead. She's gonna burn. It's got like layers and like sunscreen. She puts on her fancy gloves. I imagine Psych here feels more at home and takes I wonder if my niece's clan is still out here this way. Your niece's clan or your clan? She married out. Oh. Do you need any sunscreen? He'll hold out a bottle. I got the spray stuff. I was about to say, I think Sekir is so used to living out in the man yeah, like, take layers off more than like trying to hide. Yeah. Yeah. The fur probably helps. You can just say You'd no. make my fur greasy. Uh, do you know, I got the spray stuff. You want some? Eleanor's out? already spraying herself down. The Subu? Okay. I'm good. All right. I'll just turn a different color. I like it. It reminds me of the beach. 
What's a beach? I don't know. Psycheria is going to take like. Stop that. Psycheria is going to take like everything but their armor off, like the cloak and stuff. That's gone. Oh, do you, are you do you recharge in the sun? But I just used to live out there. This is just home. Yeah. It's hotter if I don't let the wind get to my f- skin under my fur. Hotted cat. Hotted cat. Well, Eleanor was not built for the desert. <laughs> but uh, she's tough, so she'll tough it out. And it is hot. Y'all out here in the summer. Mm-hmm. So it's nice and toasty. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's a dry heat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Arizona. Because that's so much more tolerable at 110 degrees. I'll, I will it say actually this. is. It though. really isn't as bad. The sweat dries right off of you. Yeah. Because we live we live out here in North Kakalaki, and when it gets up to 90-something degrees in the summer, it's, it's like you're swimming. a mess. I've been here in the middle of the summer when it's like 95, and I've been in Phoenix, Arizona at like 110 yes, or something same. like that. And like the Phoenix is not great, but it's not terrible. You could jump off the balcony and swim to I've the also, bottom. I've also been in like northern Arizona uh, where it was like 100 or 90 degrees and it felt like 80 here. Oh, it was I was just short of the Sonora Desert out there and it was not the same. Because here you walk out and you breathe and you're like, yep, that's it. Going back inside. Mm-hmm. If you, you try to breathe, you mean. As we're walking, Chester will look for small lizards and point them out to Psykeer. <laughs> the way that Psykeer is moving while they're walking through the desert, um, it's not like side-by-side footprints. Uh-huh. They're walking in a line. Uh-huh. The hide Only numbers. one set of footprints. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when I looked back, there were two. What is this stupid meme? Two uh, sets of footprints on the beach. Oh, that's 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 the the Jesus meme. Yeah. Oh, that's the Jesus. But you were doing the Tuscan Raiders meme. No, cats no? walk like that. Oh. Uh, yeah, cats do. It's how they get their catwalk. Anyway, really? uh, mm-hmm. you see a lizard with two heads and three tails. Oh, jeez, that's awesome. You see another lizard with a normal head and tail, but eyes all over its body. Do we see? That's terrifying. Do we see a yellow lizard with suspiciously earth. blocking the road? Can no. we see a thirteen-spotted uh, yellow-spotted lizard? Sure. I'm not gonna fuck with that. No. There's a lizard uh-huh. that flies like a bird. Oh, does it have bird wings? Uh, no, it's like bat okay, wings. Okay, that's fair enough. Bat wings are way cooler. I'd be asking for too much. It swoops up and scoops the three-tailed one away. Ah, isn't nature wonderful? <laughs> I swat it out of the air. <laughs> and then... The lizard goes... <laughs> and then for the next, like, 30 seconds, it's just... <laughs> gently smacking it. Not trying to kill it, but I am trying to disorient it. <laughs> Bird. This is why you don't let your cats out. They destroy the ecology. Uh-huh. <laughs> Native species are getting killed off by cats. Remember that. Seriously. You don't let your cats outside for multiple reasons. Uh, as you continue forward, uh, you find what looks to be the start of the of Tentacle Canyon. As Psyker continues to eliminate the same lizard so then where (laughs) Psyker's clan lives there just must not be anything else alive (laughs) (laughs) no my clan very specifically only harvests what we need to eat however I have not been in that clan for a while and I'm a dick (laughs) ah that's the problem a dry riverbed slowly descends into a narrow winding canyon with 20 foot thanks for just rolling right past that With 20-foot walls of sandstone on either side, a trickle of water cascades from a small natural spring about halfway up the western wall. Oh. Uh, And near the mouth of the canyon, uh, the canyon walls offer a rare spot of shade and shelter from the hot sun. 
I want to fill up any water skins we have. have to yeah. fill up the water skins and rest in the shade for a few minutes. Uh, you um, do so. It looks fresh. It does have a little bit of a weird chromatic sheen to it. Um, Psychir, is this good to drink? Oh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, make a perception check. Who? Anyone. Okay. 10 plus 11 19. is 21. I rolled low. 21, 19, yes. and 22, 22. for Psykeer. If it's yeah. initiative, it's 23. <laughs> uh, here and Chester, you oh. see strange uh, sliding marks on the sandy bed of the river, as if several large snakes had slithered through the sand when it was wet. Hmm. Does the- hey, I have a question about the mm-hmm. about the local terrain. Yeah. There's like a plateau above us, right? Sort of, yeah. You're in a okay. canyon. Uh, maybe do, we shouldn't be here. Do we have to maybe walk? Maybe we should go up. In the riverbed? It's the easiest way. But is, like, is the... Uh, canyon? Yar. Cliffs. Down. Yar. Is that riverbed or is there like ledge then riverbed? Uh, riverbed. Okay, no ledge. so we'd have to like climb to get to a different spot to walk. Yar. Or her backtrack along. Do you ways. have rope? I think I have rope. <laughs> I think I have rope, and I also have a climb speed. I could go up top. I do not have rope. Meow. Uh, but if we really want it and do not want to save this for some kind of emergency, I could obtain rope. It's just that will eliminate my ability to get items until we make it to a shopping area next. Uh, Al had the basic adventures kit, but I never actually bought one for Eleanor. Hmm. Yeah, I have rope. Oh, okay. How how high up is it? 20 feet. Oh, okay. That'll be very easy then. Oh, I could just climb. I got good athletics. Psykir's going to... It's a smooth wall. Climb speed. I do I'm have a climb cool. speed. You do have a climb speed? Yeah. Okay. Close. Uh, yes. So as you t- sit here and take time and start climbing up, uh, you start hearing something. <sighs> Uh, it sounds, and this is going to be dumb, but you'll understand. Okay. You know how the sound that Squidward makes when he walks in SpongeBob? Yes. You hear that. Great. Just kind of. And then you hear, but not with your ears, all of you. Greeting. Hello. Person. Hello. Greeting. Hello. Individual. Meow. Uh, and you turn around, trying to look, and you see in the distance... This blob approaching you of tentacles with a big eye. Oh, oh. God, Hermaeus Mora. It looks like this. Oh, oh he's dear. cute. Okay, that's actually not as bad as I thought it would be. That's... I mean, I don't mean, oh, dear, like it was bad, okay. but like, oh, dear, so, like. So, like, it's not just a ball of tentacles. It has a body that is made up of, like, a head with one eye in the middle, it... five eyes surrounding that eye, and like a little tentacle mouth, and then from the back of its head, it's it got looks a like lot of tentacles. A flesh version of the squid things from the Matrix. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's actually very close to that. And its eyes are a lovely yellow orange color. It has like one big eye and a bunch of smaller eyes around it. Could Chester do a knowledge check Biblically on this? Biblically accurate cer- squiddy. Certainly try. What would I be rolling? And the squid and itself is blue and If you say nature, purple. I will punch you. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Don't you do it, Derek. Nature was not supposed to be a useful skill in uh, this player. Oh. 
It would be occultism. Oh, good. Okay. I can work with that. You're not going to get it. Go ahead and roll. What about Psykir? You can roll too. So it's You're a very rare creature then. It's rarer than rare. It's ice cold. <laughs> it's unique. Go ahead. What's your result? <laughs> well, I did really good. Okay. 18. <laughs> okay. Plus 12 is 30. That's Ooh. not enough. Okay. Dang, I'm not surprised. You good. The DC was 33. I was, you couldn't have possibly I would have to it. have got a 20. Mm-hmm. You would have to get a 20. Um, Is there, there's no I can I think that. only you would be able to get it because of uh, I think you, I don't because you guys are technically a level ahead because of your three person party I think if you were yeah. level down you might not be able to get it or no if I got barely. a natural 20 I would have got I would have got a critical uh, a regular, regular success. success yeah that's fair um, I don't suppose academia lore could help me here no I don't think so Psykir is going to greet this guy uh, you uh, Chester you recognize that this being is from some other world it's another alien Dang, we've met a surprising yeah. amount of aliens. Is it holding anything? Is it like holding a gear like it is in that picture? Uh, it's not holding. In the picture, it's holding a gear, but uh, IRL, it's not holding that. It's it's holding some sort of, like, it looks like metal barrel with a lot of, like, tubes on it. You can't see it because you're still a little far ways out. Uh, Psych here, what do you say to this creature? I'm going to, like, wave to it and be like, Greetings! Individual yes. Individuals! Greetings! Hellos! Uh... Scared. Stop, please. Scared. Friend. Toy. Friend. Toy? Toy? Friend toy. Toy? No play. No play, thank you. Friend toy? Talk friend toy. You toy? Me, no. Me, me. Me toy? No, me, me. You, you. Who, who, who? Hi. 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 Stop, please. I'm going to, I'm going to get off the cliff and kind of interject myself between the rest of the party and him. So get in between. Yes. Cat is silent because Eleanor is silent. (laughs) What, what toy? And all this talking is like, you don't hear it with your ears. You hear it. It's almost like a ringing sound that makes sense in word form in your head. Okay. Hi, 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 hi. Slow, slow, slow. Sit, stand. Stand, just stand. What is stand? Stand, 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 like stand. What stand? Uh, Hold still. Uh, uh, so, uh, you can name. tell that this creature doesn't fully understand whatever language is, and sometimes it feels like when you say stand, that's the first time it's heard that word. Stand. Still. 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 Stand still. Stand what still. What stand? Stand legs on ground, butt in the air. What butt? But <laughs> Chester but. will go. But Chester will but. go. This stand, and then he will sit down. This sit, <gasps> and then he will stand. This stand. Mm-hmm. Stand, and he like lifts himself up on the tentacles more. Sit. Very but. good. On but, 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 we but, talk but, but, squid language. <laughs> yes, but. But, uh, as but you see, tail. he gets closer. One of the things he's holding appears Easy. to be a, um, it looks like some sort of helmet okay. in uh, one of his hands. And he's just playing thing? with it. Where did you get that? Found. Ooh, toy. Found where? Toy. Metal toy. I found. Found? <laughs> Show found? Found. Uh, Tell found. Direction. No, no, no. Who, 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 who. Uh, Excite. Hi. Sit. Stand. But who? Chester. And he points at Ch- Chester. 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 Who? Me. Hello, me. Who, me? I. Other name? 
I. Wait, we can't yes. tell him our real. I can't tell him my real name because Isufu doesn't know my name. I could lie to this thing. Psykir. Psykir Chester. But. But. <laughs> Eleanor. But. Eleanor. But. Usuvu. Usuvu. Names. Names. Usuvu, do you know what this thing is? I have no fucking idea what's going on right now. <laughs> Usuvu I'm have occultism? I'm not the only one who's terrified. Nope. No, actually. Uh, home? Where? What is home? 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 What? What is home? Origin. What is home? Where uh, from? The points. Where from? Am. Am. Is am a place? No, I'm just kidding. Friendly? This the creature doesn't seem to have a concept of his name uh-huh. or its name, okay. their name. It doesn't have a gender. Um, let's be real. Family? Me. Family. Woo. Family. New. New. New thing. What family? Family. Uh, similar things. Pause. How how do walk? How do move? Walk. Uh, walk. I'm going is to walk. Walk. You, you yes. walk. Me walk. No, you. 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 Show me move. Eleanor walks a few feet. Oh, oh, and he slaps his tentacles together, and he like inspects you as you walk. Chest- what are these? What's he pointing at? Legs. 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 Chester will point at him. his tentacle. I love it. And he will say, "Tentacle." Tentacle. Yeah. Tentacle. Tentacle. Leg. And tentacle arms. Like this. <laughs> Wave his hand in Wave the air. Wave his hand in the air. E- kind of. E kind of. E kind e- of. Tentacle butt. No. <laughs> Chester <laughs> will point to his butt. Butt. Oh. <laughs> tentacle. Armpit. Butt. Yeah, butt. why not? Tentacle Armpit. Chester will cast detect magic. Uh, the helmet he has in his hands is very magical. He seems to have no idea what it is. Toy? Or, yeah. Oh, me toy. I toy. I toy? Mm. New toy. New toy. Okay. We have to give him something in exchange for it. <clears throat> we have something that's not dangerous. I have batches of infused reagent. <laughs> is, ooh, ooh, ooh. New toy is trade. 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 New toy oh, oh, trade. Oh, 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 heard of trade. Pretend trade. Do trade. Do Ch- trade. Chester. Dice. Chester has. But. Fine clothing. Mmm. Soft. Okay. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Very interesting. Good noise. Good noise. Dice. I wish. Click, clack, rock. I, I actually regret not taking a copy of Mousetrap with me. Right I know, now. right? <laughs> Do you want to have that be the item that you can pull out of nowhere? No, I'm no. not going to. I could like actually pull like a scroll if we need it. Are you it, saying you so. didn't take a mousetrap with you for emergencies? I, Jacob, the man who takes an entire game. bag of board games a everywhere he goes with bag. him. We're talking I, like a three-foot-long Are you three saying that Chester I would, I would love to say that, but I believe I actually said I left it mm-hmm. in the ship because yeah. they didn't have a copy of the game. I'd let you take it. I, I will take it and hold up. I took it <laughs> and I will. And this is not because of Chester. This is because of Jacob, because uh, yes. this is exactly what, this is Jacob, what Jacob does. Would do. Chester holds he up. Ha- how many board games are in the car? Oh, with us right now? None. <gasps> the bag is inside the computer okay, room. Okay, there, uh, there's been. Because we cleaned up recently. There, there's been a lot of car thefts in our general area. Uh, so Jacob is how afraid. Many, how many board games are in the bag? At least 20. Oh, it can't fit 20. <laughs> I'd say seven or eight. Seven or eight. Okay, I mean, there's at least 20 games in general, whether or not they're in the bag. I've got like 40, 50 games. 
Okay, so I can't number today. <laughs> Hold on. I love, I love, we need to protect and keep safe the, the, the him or the it. So Chester will hold up his copy of Mousetrap and he'll say, game. <gasps> game? Game. Game. Friends. What? Game. Mousetrap. Game. game. What is a game? Game fun. Fun. Game entertainment. Entertain. Do you want to uh, go ahead, Cat? Is better toy. Game toy friends. Do you want to show him how to play Mousetrap? I mean, yeah. Let's play a game of Mousetrap. And put it together. Yes. Uh, I'm going to need some sort of check. Crafting? No. We just did a flat roll last time. Let's do a flat check. Oh, for Mousetrap. No, to communicate with this alien being how to play the game (laughs) Mousetrap. I mean, wouldn't that be like diplomacy? Sure. I want to use acrobatics. Who wants to roll? I'll, I'll try, uh, with diplomacy. And I will aid. How do you? Exp- oh wait, two people can't aid. Never mind. Okay. I suppose we can try. Only one if we do it. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Go ahead. Mm. Oh, I rolled good. Oh. Um, that is a seventeen. Okay. I got a twenty. Okay. Uh, so aid. Uh, I will say nice. you, as a group, successfully communicate. How does it look teaching this genderless alien being? Move dice. Move mice. Roll dice. Nobody no gets harm. Hurt. No, bi- no harm. No harm. At the very no harm. I, I don't know if we could teach it how to play the game, but we can teach it how to put the game together, which I think would mean he more to this. He happily hands over the helmet and just it plays with the game board. Uh, it is a magical item. What is it? It looks, so now that you inspect it more closely... Um, Wait, which color mouse does it pick? Oh, the purple one. I don't know. Okay. Uh, a thunder helm uh, is what this is. Oh, oh damn. thunder helm? May I look up this item? Sure. Uh, it appears as a cylindrical iron helm adorned with a crown-like display of gun barrels extending out in all directions. A oh slit in the front allows for limited visibility while sound is muffled by the inner lining. As long as the creature wears a thunder helm, it takes a minus one circumstance penalty to auditory and visual perception checks, but gains a plus one circumstance bonus to saving throws against auditory and visual effects. Uh, so basically, I'll, I'm just giving you this because I don't want you to have to roll again. Um, you can spend two actions to inv- uh, to activate this thing once per day, uh, and the helm's gun barrels swivel and aim randomly. Then conjure enough gunpowder and bullets to fire in all directions around you. Every creature within a 20-foot emanation takes 46 piercing damage. <laughs> Dang! DC 19 basic reflex save. Wow. Uh, what an item. The creator of the original Thunderhelm tried and failed Iman again to create a reliable helmet-mounted firearm that enabled hands-free gunplay. But even after resorting to magical enhancements, they were never quite able to realize their vision. The allure of the Thunderhelm continues to compel certain mindsets in the mana wastes, and these items continue to be crafted to this day. It is worth 160 gold pieces. It's a fifth-level item. Sick. So is it worth us trying to use? The only negative is a minus one to auditory and visual perception checks. It also will make you look fucking ridiculous. But for whoever gets up in combat, that's a chance for two actions to do an area of effect damage worth 46 piercing damage. I mean, you're right, but you will look very silly wearing it. You're basically wearing a metal tube would, with an eye slit. Would it ruin my chances to be a cool swashbuckler? 
that's a DM call, and I'm da- it's, I'm afraid of ass. I'm afraid of the answer. Because like that sounds like looking like a nerd sounds like it would not. Can you live with yourself? Uh, just uh, you, you, if you want to wear, by all means, a cylindrical iron helmet adorned with a crown-like display of gun barrels extending in all directions, with a slit in front. So basically, you're gonna look like a Mandalorian. But with like guns all around. It's such the a Chester item, though. I'm not gonna lie, though. That is so Mando. So yeah. Mando. Oh, does anyone want the whistling this? birds? <laughs> does anyone want this? No, I'm good. The way you said the whistling birds and then made a sound as though you were shitting. That's activating it, baby. I kinda really want this. Then it you may have it. Chester, Chester. will wear it. All right. Uh, so you play Mousetrap, you trade it with this, and he thinks, that, or they think this is a great thing. Mousetrap, they are thrilled with it. They're playing it, like, with themselves. Uh, like all the it. many tentacles being the different yep. mice? Um, they're playing it with themselves. Uh, what do you guys do? I don't want this thing to be alone. Well, it's already, uh, it's already been alone for a while. No and? doubt. If we take it with us, we'd just be putting it in danger. But we it could experience it. love. How get here? Here. 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 But. But. Good talk. <laughs> talk? What yes. talk? This. Talk, use mouth, make words. What's a mouth? Is uh, mouth like a butt? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> My butt talks. <laughs> talk through butt? Talk through mouth. What is mouth? Show mouth. Ah. Uh. Ah. Uh. Talk through butt. Show butt. Cannot. Show hole. No, die. <laughs> and I want to roll initiative now. <laughs> Went from let's protect it to let's unalive it. It's very dumb. It didn't actually say show hole. No, that's Derek. Yes. That's Derek. <laughs> uh, but are you guys uh, going to move on? Because it's happy to just goof about with Mousetrap and keep talking to you guys about butts and other words it doesn't know. I want to take it with me. I want it to be mine. <laughs> I want it to be mine. Yeah, it's my baby now. Uh, you just, Sykir just wants it to wiggle the tentacles so that they can play. This thing looks too squishy. It looks as though Sykir would tap it and then it would start oozing. Ugh. Ooze. Chester will touch it. What happens when he touches well, it? Weird. weird. What is touch? Is that touch? Uh, touch. Touch. And Chester will do it lightly. He touches you. Yes, touch. Ugh. Shiny. Shiny? Me? Oh, yes, shiny. You. Me. You. Yes. You need name. Me? I. You. I. You slick. No. No? No, we can't call him slick. Wid squid. No, stop. I don't want to name it Squidward. Oh, I know. Wid squid. No. Wid squid. You squid. Squid? Squid. Squid. Me, squid. Yes. Hi, squid. I, squid. I, Chester, you, squid. 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 Squid, 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 squid. Squid. Mmm. And then you hear, squid, hungry. Chester will offer it a ration. Uh, it looks at the ration. Mmm. Gross. Ooh, no. squid, hungry. And then it opens up the bottom of its body no. there's a huge beak and we're going to roll for initiative as it tries to eat Chester <sighs> next week what <sighs> hungry I love this thing hungry why? hungry hungry why, why? Derek. hungry Derek. but we can't 
kill we squid. We made friends. We named it. We named it. But. 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 Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing us. If you want to see more from us, check out our website, thirdgallon.com, or follow us on Twitter. We are at thirdgallon, that's T-H-I-R-D gallon. And we are also on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook with the same handle, at thirdgallon. We also publish a video version of this podcast on YouTube, which you can find on our channel, The Third Gallon Podcast. Our theme for this season is Delta Rust, composed by Andy Ellison. Our ambience for this episode was composed by Michael Gelfi, and you can find more of his work on his YouTube channel, Michael Gelfi Studios. And you can support his awesome work at patreon.com forward slash Michael Gelfi. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Hey.